Hello, and welcome to the Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Julie Solomon, business coach and brand expert. I invite you to join millions of our other listeners in building a brand that is influential, loved by the masses, and worth millions. The Influencer Podcast is the only resource you need to start, grow, and scale the brand and business of your wildest dreams. Discover why people all over the world call the Influencer Podcast their go-to for all things branding, influence, and marketing. That's what you want to get your hands on, right? Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Influencer Podcast. Today, we were talking about one of my favorite things to talk about, and it's something that we've been talking a lot about inside my Shine coaching community. And so I feel like it's it's in the air, if you will, and that is branding. We have been talking a lot about how to keep your brand consistent and really good stuff that's coming up. So of course, I wanted to bring it here to you, to the podcast, because I love to share all of the good stuff here. So there's two things that we're going to be diving into today. One is brand, right? Branding and then consistency. Well, before we get to the consistency, we first need to understand really kind of what the heck a brand is and why it's important. And I think that a lot of people can define brands in a lot of different ways. And we were just talking about this inside Shine with one of our members, Courtney, who was talking about the difference between a personal brand and a company brand, which I'll get to in just a moment because it was a great, great topic. But I first want to share, I guess, what is my definition of a brand? A brand is really how the products and services that you create, it's how they are marketed to really embody the interests and the attitudes and the opinions of your ideal customer, of your ideal client, of your community, really of the group or the culture that you are trying to influence and motivate. So with brands, they typically seek to either inspire guide, educate, motivate people through platforms, right? We see brands do this a lot through their websites, their social media, their, um, you know, advertisements. And really with the goal of their products and services is is to, to try to contribute to that definition and the impact that they are wanting to make on the consumer's way of life. And so I want to talk about the difference between what I see as a brand and a business business for just a moment and why I really feel like you, we, this community needs more of a brand than just a business. I mean, the business is just as important because the business is what actually brings in revenue. But for me, this is really all, all of this ties into the influence for the greater good and why we are really here, why we are showing up. And so a business is really just the organization, right? That sells the product, the service, the offer, the opportunity. To me, the brand, on the other hand, is really the life of that business, right? It's the passion. It's the why. It's the look, the feel, the personality. The business applies to the actual products and services, And it applies to the foundational elements, maybe to the company culture, but it's really the brand is how it represents itself to the world. And I think we have so many great examples of this that we see, right? Starbucks, for example, there's Starbucks, the business, and then there's Starbucks, the brand. There's Lululemon, the business, and then there's Lululemon, the brand. 
there's Nike, the business, and then Nike, the brand, you know, it's these businesses, they have the, their, their own personalities and livelihoods, if you will, that kind of create a sense of ecosystem all within themselves. And so why I feel that a brand is so important is because of this. And I'm going to go over three of the most important reasons why I think a brand is so important with you now. And the first one really stems down to passions. And this is what Courtney was talking about on our call. She was saying, you know, if I don't necessarily want to be the face of my business, how do I create a brand around that? And the way in which I think that we really have to do it is that we have to see what part of our business really requires us to be the face, to show up, to do the work, and what part of our business can kind of start to create a life of its own. And I think another great example of someone who does this really well is Sarah Blakely from the brand and the business Spanx. Now, obviously, Sarah Blakely is one of the most empowered, in my opinion, women in in business. She is a she's a female, she's a woman in business, she's a billionaire, she's a self-made billionaire. She herself ha- has an online presence. Um she has a presence in media, she has a presence a presence in marketing. But someone doesn't necessarily need her face to buy a pair of Spanx. When someone goes into a Spanx store or goes into a Nordstrom and they buy a pair of Spanx, they may not even immediately think of Sarah Blakely. They probably think of themselves or of why they're buying Spanx or, you know, why Spanx is the best at what they do. They're not really thinking of the person. And so I think that when it comes to a brand versus a business, I think that, you know, a brand can kind of pivot their passions, if you will, or how they are showing up in the world while still honoring their why, while still honoring why it is that they show up every day and why it is that they do what they do, regardless of what the leader or the CEO or the president of the company may or may not be doing. And this is important because I do strongly believe, and I've talked about this before, about why you should never follow your passion, but really instead get really clear on what your purpose is and follow that. And I'll kind of break break this down for you, um, kind of what I see the difference between your passion and your purpose and how this all relates to, to your brand, right? So when I first started out in my career, I always dreamed of having this career in journalism and PR. And I majored in it and it really became this direct embodiment of me chasing my dreams and believing in it wholeheartedly and like wanting to follow my passion of PR. And fortunately for me, that did evolve into a really thriving career early on in my 20s and early 30s. And I went on to spearhead PR campaigns for dozens of New York Times bestselling authors and Grammy award-winning artists. And I got to travel the world with really amazing people and got to learn and work with incredible people and really was a conduit of helping people get their message out to the world and to really turn their dreams into reality. And I did that with press, right? And getting them press and, and marketing them. And I achieved things that I never really thought were possible. And This was all as a result of what I thought was following my passion and creating this brand of passion. And and that was who I was. However, in the process, I really did learn some pretty profound lessons about passion. First, I learned that it was incredibly fleeting 
and ever evolving, and it could be easily changed or innovated. And if you don't, if you kind of can't see that, or if you don't believe me on that, I want you to think back to, you know, maybe the cute kid in sixth grade that you thought was adorable. Um, you're probably not obsessed with him anymore unless you ended up marrying him, right? Or think about all of those hobbies that you used to have that, you know, maybe you loved the clarinet when you were in ninth grade, but you're not necessarily playing it every night anymore. And so what that tells me is that it is a true statement that it is possible to be passionate about something one day and then want to move and grow from it the next. You know, I was passionate about PR for several years, but I got to a place that I lost that passion. I didn't feel like working myself to the ground all day long. I didn't feel like traveling as much as I had previously wanted to do. I didn't feel, you know, it, it didn't light me up like it had in the beginning. And what this led to was, was me having this desire to then want to figure out a way to create my own business while being able to work from anywhere, while not being chained to a corporate desk, while being able to make my own rates. And if you would have asked me a few years ago why I worked in PR, I would have just said, well, I was just so passionate about it. I love the action. I love the fast-paced change of it all. But it wasn't really why I did it. And it really took me about seven or eight years from the time that I started my career to really get to realize why I did it. Now, I chose a career in PR to really connect with people and to really show them what was possible. And that was really my why. That was my purpose. And when I was able to make this distinction, it gave me this clarity and this permission to go after a new passion of creating my own business and creating my own services and creating it in a way that felt right for me. And because I gave myself the permission to do that, I was then able to create a brand around that. And I began looking for the other opportunities to do more of that because I started to follow my purpose instead of causing myself to kind of be chained to this passion that I had. And it can be scary, right? Because I would be thinking about, well, what if this doesn't work out and I don't make money and I can't, you know, pay my bills and all of those things. But because I gave myself the permission, I quickly then discovered that I had a knack for writing, that I had a knack for coaching, that I had a knack for teaching, which then evolved into a new set of passions, which then evolved into a new set of offers, which then evolved into a new business. My friends, have you ever thought that you have done the hard part? You have started your business and you have taken that leap from belief into really stepping out and claiming a vision for yourself. But you know that if you want to make money doing what you love, you need other support. You need to grow. You need to scale. You need a marketing strategy. You need a lot of this stuff. Now, of course, I talk so much about these things, right? Like how to identify your target audience, where to find them, which marketing channels to focus on so you're really making the most out of your budget. And of course, how to use things like data to set goals. But there's another great podcast that I love out there that also talks about this stuff, and it's called This is Small Business. 
This is Small Business, an original podcast from Amazon, answers so many of these kinds of questions. Whether you're dreaming of starting your business or you're looking to take a part-time side hustle full-time, or maybe you're a few years in and you're ready to scale. This is Small Business is going to give you the practical tips that you can start using today. And I know that if you love these topics on my podcast, you're going to love them on this one too. Make sure to follow This is Small Business on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so you don't miss these fantastic episodes. And a big thanks to This is Small Business for sponsoring the show. So you can think about it kind of in this way. Your purpose is really the difference in the impact that you want to make on the world. And your purpose comes from that steadfast, true voice within you. You know, that is not going to go anywhere. And to me, I think that that's really the foundation of any business that we want to create. You know, why are we waking up every day to do what we want to do? Why do we want to show up and serve people? Now, our passion, that's really how we activate and grow and celebrate and share and kind of engage our purpose to the world. So to me, our passions, that's really kind of where, you know, our brand lives. Our passions are infused within our brand and it comes from our talents and our personality and maybe even the timing of our life and our education and our experience and really what lights us up and what we want to focus on. And so I think that it's important to really see the distinction between those two, because when you can, you allow yourself to be a little bit more mobile and to be a little bit more flexible in your growth. You allow yourself to to kind of shy away or steer away from that stagnation of like, it has to be this certain way. And if my business doesn't work in this way, and if my brand doesn't look like this, and if I don't do all these things that I'm passionate about, then that means that I'm not successful because that's just not true. I mean, how many of you can, without a shadow of a doubt, tell me that you're going to be passionate about the same exact thing that you are today, a year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now? How many of you can say that you want your brand to look and feel the exact same way that it does today, a year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now? None of us can do that. It's impossible because we can't predict the future. And so building a brand that allows you to pivot your passions over time while always honoring your purpose, which is where your services and your offer comes from, that's what we want to get to. Because people care about your purpose. They care about your why, not just what you may be marketing to them at the time or maybe what your logo looks like. And so it's really important that we realize that that's where the impact comes from. And we've got to show up and create in order to make that contribution to the world and to make a difference. It's why we really have to, you know, invite the community in, invite our community in for a 360 view of how our business works and what our brand looks like. Invite your audience in to be a conduit and a player in how you decide to cultivate and grow your, your brand, you know, really give them that behind the scenes look, the good, the bad, and the ugly of what it's like for you to grow what you're growing and show them that it's possible to change your mind and to pivot and to be flexible. Because when you have a brand that is built in that way, you have the ability to be more personal, to invite people in in a more impactful way that takes them on the journey. And then that's what allows you to grow and scale even more.
And so I think that that is an important part. The second part that I want to talk about is our ability to sell and to earn and to make money and how brands support that. So when a true brand is built, you really can sell absolutely anything that you want. And why? Well, because within a brand that is built on your purpose, on integrity, and on value, that's where the no like, and trust comes in. Because if you're proving value, through your brand and you're building that trust and and that service that you're offering to the world, that's where people are drawn to you. They're not drawn to the product that you're creating. And I say this a lot. Let's say that you've got a membership that you're selling. Nobody buys a membership. They buy the transformation. They buy the promise. They buy the results. They buy the dream come true. And that's where the brand comes in. That's where the marketing comes in. And so if you're a consumer-driven business, which most of us are, because most of us listen to this podcast to learn how to drive sales and to market more effectively, then you're marketing every single day with ads, with your messages, with your copy, whether you even realize it or not. And that really translates for those who you want to invest in you. But if you are a brand and you're building a relationship through serving repeatedly, then your audience is going to be eager to take part in your growth. You're going to get that consumer that comes back time and time again because it's not just what you're selling, but they start to invest in your brand. And that's when it goes back to what I was talking about earlier. It's it's not that we're investing in Sarah Blakely. We're investing in the brand that is Spanx. We're investing in the brand that is Starbucks. We're investing in the brand that is Nike, Lululemon, Coca-Cola. The list goes on and on. And so it doesn't matter if you choose to be the face of your brand or not. To build a brand just means you're building the know, like, and trust needed to cultivate the community and convert the sales, right? So how do you go from a business to a brand, a brand into a business, and how do they all intertwine? Well, my take is this. (laughs) The first piece to it is content. And you need content that shows, not just tells. It tells a story. It shows who we are and where we're going and why it's important. So your brand needs to do that. And your brand does that through copy and content. Share the story. Why is this important? Why should the consumer care? Why are you doing this? Who are you doing it for? Where are you going? Let's all get on the same page here, right? The next one is a connection between you and the audience, the community. Your brand builds that connection between the two. And the way that you do that is through consistency, showing up consistently, giving them what they need, answering their questions, reminding them why I'm here, who I am, what I'm serving, why this matters, where we're going, right? And then the next one is action. So we've got content that shares the story, the connection, and then which derives through consistency, and then action. We have to take action because that's where we learn what's what's working and what's not working. We learn from trial and error through taking action. This is where we get all of the goodness that we need to create better offers, connect to our customers on a more 
intimate and authentic level, create a brand that is more cohesive and aligned to what it is they want and need. And a lot of times businesses fail to do all of these things, (laughs) especially the third one, which is the action piece. Or you get too focused on the brand that you don't think about the business, or you get too focused on the business that you don't think about the brand. But the first piece really to me is that content. And once you have it in place, then you'll be ready to build the consistency and then you can connect and grow. Now, obviously we know that, you know, images matter, logos matter to an extent. You want to be able to have a consumer really feel connected to what it is that you're putting out there to the world. But I think the most important thing here is that key connection to how do you or how do you want your brand to show up? What is the dream come true that your brand is promising to your ideal client, to your consumer? How is your business the solution provider for that, your offers, your services? And how is your brand supporting that? And that is the biggest thing. So I want to leave you on that tip for consistency. And even if you want to give yourself just a little pro tip, if you can just find five minutes in each day where you can ask yourself, how do I want to show up today? How can I be a little bit more clear on what my message is, what my brand message is, on what my services are, on the products and services that I do have? How do they create impact? What are the results that they're promising? If you can just give yourself five minutes each day to get clear on that, I promise you are going to set yourself up for so much more success because it's going to give you clarity. And what does clarity give us? Confidence. And what does confidence give us? Trust. It gives us trust to keep going even if we do not know what's ahead, even if we cannot control or predict the outcome. It gives us the confidence to do so anyways, which is the key to all of this. We know we have to have the clarity and confidence to show up and do the work and take action, even if we don't know what the outcome is going to be, even if we have the potential to quote unquote fail. That's where we learn. All right, my friends, I hope that you enjoyed today's deep dive. I would love to hear from you as always head on over to Instagram. You can hashtag the influencer podcast, tag me at Joel Solomon. Let me know what your biggest takeaways were from today's download. Let me know of any thoughts that you have. And then as always, if you want help with your brand, you know where to find me. Come on over to Shine, apply. We want you in there. Our community is freaking badass. The women in there are amazing. They're doing amazing things. They're blowing their own damn minds in such a short amount of time. And if you are someone who is wanting to see those shifts in your life and in your business, no matter how big or small they may feel or seem to you, there is a place for you. All you have to do is show up, meet us halfway. We can meet you the rest of the way and we can help support you in making those dreams a reality. And you can do that by heading over to juliesolomon.net slash shine to learn all about it. You get two coaching calls with me a month. You get private one-on-one coaching calls every single month. You get about eight more coaching calls a month. You get training videos. It really is about giving you everything that you need to succeed. And then you get to choose what you show up for. Everything's recorded. You can always come back and watch 
whenever it's the best time for you. You don't have to show up or be anywhere, but we want to make sure that we're just offering what you need to you so you have the support you need to see success. So head on over to juliesolomon.net slash shine to get that goodness. And we'll talk to you again, same time, same place next week, friends. All right. Bye. All right. That is it for today. Now, are you ready to make more money and impact? If so, head over to juliesolomon.net slash accelerator to learn more about my coaching program and apply. All right. I'll see you again. Same time, same place next week.